MYP fam, welcome to today's episode. We're digging into the archives today because this is in an interview I did with a good friend of mine that frankly just didn't get a whole lot of love. And if you didn't know the story of the first podcast I tried to start on my own, it really went bust. And I put out a few episodes, I think like four or five, and life really hit me and I had to shut it down. And it was something that I look back on as really a big learning. You know, could it be a failure? Sure. Probably, you know, sure. It was definitely a failure. But I really look back on it as a learning and more importantly, I look back on this time period as something that really gave me a lot of the insight and knowledge that I I needed to be able to help so many other podcasts and myself included to be able to be successful. But nonetheless, the interviews that I did on the show were fantastic and we already heard one of them. I would encourage you to go back and listen to the Jeremy Ryan Slate interview on how to be and how to get booked on more podcasts and why they're so powerful. I believe that's, uh, you know, episode somewhere in between 10 and 15, something like that. But today we're going to hear from Alex Wilkie, who is an Instagram expert. And his the account that he talked about was kind of in the fashion and um, we're in the beauty space. And and frankly, during this uh, interview, I'll be frank, we didn't talk a whole lot about podcasts specifically, but... All of the stuff that we talked about is applicable to a podcast, to a show, to your brand, to your business. And so I know that if you come at it with that lens, then it can, it's definitely something that's going to be valuable and helpful for you. So take a ton of notes and let's get into this interview that we did with Alex Wilkie. And this is uh, an interview that we're doing with Alec Wilkie. He is uh, an Instagram ninja, master Jedi. Uh, you can put all of the adjectives that you want in front of him. And I was talking to my wife today because she's similarly has a, a great um, just eye and she really understands the game. And uh, I was just telling her I have zero clue you know, what to even do to to get started, to grow. And um, you've grown multiple accounts and lots of different arenas and are now helping people to to kind of do the same. So I'm I'm excited to dig in and, and talk about how people can, you know, really leverage this, what I... Uh, I would even call it like an emerging frontier, right? Because people are still waking up to the possibilities. So Alex, thanks for hanging out and spending some time with us, my man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. I love talking, so <laughs> let's get after it. So, you know, one thing that I've noticed is that um, Instagram is is a very unique place, and I've likened it to like Facebook's like this this kind of this huge house party where there's all these different rooms that you can go into, and there's a bunch of different people who all kind of gather and find themselves in these different groups, and it's it's kind of like this 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 you know elaborate maze, if you will. Whereas Instagram, I, I liken to this this long hallway. And if you can get people to kind of hang around your pictures or hang around your posts, then then you can really garner some amazing organic tension, you know, attention, you know, incredible amount of impressions of the whole thing. So for you, why Instagram? Why did you decide to to kind of devote your you know your business to it, your time and, and spend, you know, you know, kind of your passion now teaching people how to do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it started like for me, uh, I got out of college and I was going to write my LSAT. I was studying for my LSAT and I was like, ah, like, but like there's other things out there than the LSAT. So I started like looking around. Oh, sorry, sorry. I started interning for a company that was in real estate and they wanted someone to do marketing. And I went to school for like law. I, I ain't no marketer. So I was like, okay, well, I'll see what I could do. And they wanted me to run their Instagram, knew nothing. 
So I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to like start, start learning. And it just kind of went from there and, uh, you know, bought courses, looked at videos, YouTube videos, free paid, like all that stuff, trying to figure out what's good, what's bad. And, um, took a lot of trial and error, but I'm just like kind of a guy, like if I'm trying to understand something, I'm trying to really like learn about it, understand it a lot. So that's kind of how it started out. And, uh, shit, man, we're here now. We're we're definitely here now. And so <clears throat> if you guys have questions and you're catching this either live or somehow you're watching this on the replay, um, feel free to drop any questions. One of the things I love about Alex is he just finds ways to to give value. And that's, that's kind of a big reason why I decided to have him on the Digital Automation Summit was because I know that he has, uh, has no shortage of, of, of techniques and tips and tricks, and I'm sure that there's a lot we can get into. So, so let's talk about, like, when you think about Instagram, like, like for you, why is Instagram such a, a unique place, and why, like, wait, like you know, I kind of gave you how I thought of it differently than Facebook. Like, for you, what's, how does that difference pl- play in their mind, and, and, and what are the, what are the unique things that someone has to do on, on Instagram to stand out that they may not necessarily need to do on Facebook or LinkedIn or, you know, these other kind of platforms that are, are a little different? Yeah, I mean, like, Instagram, like, a lot of people like to be like, oh, like, uh, Instagram, you need valuable content and all that stuff. And yeah, that's, that's true. But value comes in a lot of different ways, you know, comedy, entertainment and stuff. But to further your analogy there, honestly, what Instagram is, is like, if we're taking that same, like, it's elaborate house, you know, the rooms and all that. And one of those rooms is Instagram. Uh, basically what people don't realize is that like, if you were to walk in there and there's three people in that room that are really cool and everyone else thinks are really cool and you instantly walk in there and you just like, you dap them up and they're like, Hey man, how's it going? All good. And you, you know, you get all of them. Everyone's going to start looking at you being like, who is that? What are they doing? Okay. And then they're paying attention to you and what you're doing. That's literally what Instagram is all about. So the more like, I don't want to say like the more like cool, but the better you can look like, you know, actually, yeah, really the more cool you can look and the more you attract people's attention and keep them on your profile or with your content, the more Instagram looks at you and says, Hey, thank you. You're literally helping further our goals by keeping people on the platform more. So we're going to reward you and uh, we're going to show you guys off more. And the more you attract. So that's kind of how I look at I look at Instagram and how I structure kind of my Instagram plans and uh, you know, growth strategies, content and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I remember when I when I learned that there was this kind of dark underworld to Instagram that nobody – at least for me, people on the outside don't realize go into growth hacking or, or growing an account, you know, quickly. Mm-hmm. So, um, what, like, you know, in terms of fundamentals, I think one of the big questions that always comes up is like, do I do business? Do I do personal? Does it, does it, is that even the right question? Or like, like for me, I've, I've self admittedly neglected and not, spent time building my audience on Instagram because I'm the guy that my wife asked me to take a a selfie of us and I'll take 15 and she won't find one that looks good. And I'm like, I have, what do you, what do you mean? They all look great. And, uh, so for someone who's, you know, going to be jumping in, what are the, what are the things they should be thinking about or, or what, is there a better question to be asking than should I start a business or a personal profile or account? 
Yeah, I mean, like, it, you really, like, what I usually say to people is, like, you really have to start with, like, the purpose, like, why, like, really, like, what is the reason you're starting the account? And you gotta, like, you kind of gotta be a little self-aware, but you have to go back, but, like, are you trying to sell your stuff more? Are you, or are you just trying to document your life? And there's differences in that, and what people get caught up in, and I've even been, you know, victim to that, is usually people use Instagram, and they follow people they've met before. Right. So you, oh, I met him at a party. I met him at an event. So I'm going to follow him. And then he follows me back and you feel bad if you don't follow him back. That's how 90% of people used Instagram. But if you're trying to sell products, if you're trying to like build brand, you can't do that. You can't follow and know everybody. Right. Cause the whole strategy people are using is like, I meet you, you follow me cause I met you, but you can't really, you know, scale that. So now the conversation is, okay, how can you meet me and enjoy what I have to offer more than the other people? So that's kind of like the, the basics of it. And in terms of business or personal, you have to kind of make that decision in terms of like what you're passionate about and what you want to show people on Instagram. Cause that's what it is. You know, it's, it's a lot of people are like, it's a highlight reel, but it, it, they've added so many features now that it's not just a highlight reel. You know, you got the stories so you can show people in the moment, like what, what your day looks like. You got live streams. So like while you're doing something cool, you could show people, you have question and answer. You can answer people. You have IGTV. So you can show them like long form content. Uh, they got gallery posts now. So you can show them a lot of things. So there's, it's not just a highlight reel, but you kind of have to make that decision on like, am I going to do like, am I trying to sell something or am I not? Because if you're trying to sell something, then the content you create is different than if you're just trying to show your life. Hmm. And so I think another big, uh, the next question that a lot of people have is like, what are the, what are the monetization strategies on, on Instagram? And, and, you know, there are, I, I know there's probably lots and then they may be similar to a lot of the ones that are available on other platforms, but how, like, like for you, is there one path that you utilize to monetize? Is there a variety that, that you recommend or like what, what is someone's goal? Let's say that they don't have their own product or they don't have their own service necessarily yet. How can they, is it possible to just monetize an Instagram account? Yeah. So, you know, when I started out Instagram, I was like, if I have like a hundred thousand followers, I could, I could, I could sell something. I could do something. I, I you know, I can, I can make it. And uh, at that time, like, it just seemed preposterous to even have, have followers like that. And, what I kind of figured out was, yes, you can make money on Instagram. Even if you had no business, if you had nothing, you can use, you can sell shout outs, you can have ads, you can do that stuff. But then the question becomes how much, right? That is the question that like you come in because if you're not the face of the brand, the amount of your value goes down a lot. So you, you kind of have to weigh that in as well. But the other thing is, okay, if I'm not going to just sell my influence, which what that is, is shout outs and ad space and stuff. Okay. What if I did affiliate deals? What if I did drop shipping? Right. So you have that option. Uh, or you could all the third, which is like brand stuff. Like you're building a brand on Instagram and leveraging it to sell your services, products, courses, whatever it is. So there's really three main veins with Instagram. And of course they vary in expertise, but the best way that I've found for people to actually like make money off Instagram for a long period of time and to continuously stay up with Instagram because there's a lot of content, a lot of consistency that goes into it is to actually like 
couple Instagram with another skill. So for example, if you can build funnels, right? And you couple that with Instagram, Instagram's gonna give you a ton of traffic and you could send it right into your funnels and then you can automate that sales process. For you, like chatbots, like if you got a chatbot, chatbots like the, one of the best things to send people to from Instagram because the traffic is very cheap and you can really nurture that traffic there. Mm-hmm. So if you can couple it with another skill, then you're you're really blowing up. If you don't, then you're really limited to maximizing all your effort in increasing your influence. So that could be DM groups or you know content or whatever. A lot of people spend a ton of time on Instagram, but for me personally, like there's a lot of people in you know East Eastern Europe that I meet that I do business with that have spent all day on Instagram. India, same thing. Like some of the Asian countries, but I don't want to spend time on Instagram. Like. I grew my account and, you know, in the first year we hit over 550,000 followers, 600,000 followers. I didn't, I didn't spend more than an hour a day, less than an hour a day on Instagram. So there's definitely a lot of ways you can go about it. But in terms of monetization, you kind of have to, you know, pick your battles, right? Cause drop shipping, again, if you're, you have to learn that skill to be able to good at it. So it's a really, really, really good traffic source. Um, but the money comes in if you can pair it with another skill. Yeah, I think that that's uh, <clears throat> just like any platform. It, it really is. It's that traffic source, and it's it's really uh, like you said, a, a great way to get what or still organic traffic. I know that that's kind of going away. So I guess my I'm trying to play devil's advocate because a lot of people in this group I've found, and you've probably seen that a lot of people, you know, in in these groups are are at the beginning of their journey. And so, like, is it too late to to start on Instagram? Is it too late to 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 start an account because I don't have fifty thousand or whatever X amount of followers? Uh, what would you say to someone who's who's thinking that? No, no, hundred percent no. Because like, if you look at so, if you were to take let's say, like a lot of people look at celebrities or big influencers on Instagram, they're like I can never be that. Okay, so even if you were to look at like a big like niche page that everyone follows, whether it's a basketball page or a, or a meme page or something like that, the the disadvantage those people have is that they don't know how to monetize. They don't have a, a sales system in place attached to their Instagram account. So if you were to start Instagram today, and even if you were only gained like 100 followers a month, but you had that sales system in place, you could actually create more profit than most of these people with millions of followers. Because all they can do is sell shoutouts. And a lot of the times, they don't have their face behind it. So... There's a technique that I kind of tell people, and I, I need a better name for it, <laughs> but I call it like, like, uh, like personal viral authority. So it's like if you were to just – if you were to make like a classic meme page or, or uh, uh, a viral page in that sense, like let's say it's beauty, maybe a beauty page. Like I have. I have a beauty page. And you were a makeup artist, and you only posted other people's content and commented on it. And like what you thought about it or how they could do the techniques for the audience. And then in the live streams and IGTVs, you went heavy on that content. That audience, literally those other people's content would attract thousands of people in and you would sell them on your personality 
in the IGTV stories and live streams. We had, when I partnered with my face of the Beautify Basics, the first live stream she did, we had like in the 24 hour period, almost 30,000 people tune into it and commenting like mad, like as soon as it came on. So what you're, so what you're saying is that for these, these uh, accounts where there's no necessarily personal brand that's evident in the post, the personal brand still comes through or can be like, like there can be a, a, a kind of a, what I would see as a clear difference between this posts and the, the live content is that, and you're saying that's, that's gravy. That's cool. Yeah. Like basically like, obviously if you the position to be able to recreate some of that viral content for yourself, that's definitely ideal. But a lot right. of people get hung up on like, Oh my God, my post just isn't good enough or I, no one cares or anything like that. And I always say like, why don't you re- reverse engineer it? Because what, what I've seen is that literally like we, we started an account as a case study and we had this girl, she literally just graduated high school, got this like makeup certificate, um, edited on her like iPhone on a dollar store <laughs> stand with a face camera, no good lighting, shitty editing. Um, her makeup skills weren't amazing. And from us even just like growing the page and posting that content, we posted in the IGTV. We didn't, we didn't like say, hey, check out our IGTV. We didn't do any of that. And that video within the first month got over 140,000 views. So it's just like off of of literally not doing anything, but just like growing this. And she did not do story live streams like we wanted her to do at all. It's, it's getting, it's getting me excited because it it makes it, uh, I always, I'm always a big fan of systems and, you know, I, I had the, uninformed and ignorant uh, perspective that it, you just it's all about you know being the cool kid and Alex somehow I, I got a beautiful wife but I was very much a nerd in school and uh, I was like fought so hard to be a cool kid and was never one of them but that's okay so <laughs> it, it all works out now um, so what you're saying though is that like the nerds in us you know there's a way to kind of work the system and there's a way to uh you know, kind of leverage, you know, that other content. And then what you're saying is that find a partner who, who matches that audience or who matches that niche. Um, if, if, if you don't necessarily match it. Right. And I think that that's a a brilliant uh, strategy, frankly. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a way to really like you use that content to attract people who are interested in that content and well, you have them for a brief moment in the stories, live streams, IGTV, all that stuff. You have them. So you have the ability to show them why they want to actually engage with you more, follow you more um, on that platform. Mm. Mm. This is this is great stuff. So let's talk about um, let's talk about like the underbelly of Instagram. And I know you it seems like you have your your methods seem to not heavily emphasize the uh, engagement groups or heavily emphasize, you know, I know there's the, the, the infamous power likes or like, but, but I do know that those, those kinds of things, um, are there. So, so what's kind of your opinion on, on, on that whole side of Instagram and, and the, you know, a lot of times when people say, well, it's networking, they're, they're really talking about these engagement groups and stuff. Um, what would you say to someone who's on the outside of, of kind of that society looking in? 
Yeah, honestly, I was on the outside. Like, you know, I've I've been growing my BD account year and a half. When I started, I had nothing. Uh, um, but the thing I would say is that a lot of people love to preach engagement groups. A lot of people love to get in them. But the one thing to watch out for, and even like these big rounds groups and stuff, because there's groups you can get in and, you know, a thousand people participate and then they all like your stuff, you like theirs, you know. But the problem with it is Instagram isn't um, – as especially, especially not anymore. It's not a platform of numbers, as crazy as it sounds. It's not like how many likes I can get. It's who likes it. Because how it works is like, hey, if Hector likes my post, right? And let's say you keep liking, maybe you comment a couple times. Your people who do the same for you so that are engaged with your brand on Instagram will see me in their feed, in their explore feed, which is customized for everyone. So they'll see me there. So that gives me the opportunity now with my content to win them over. What people don't understand is that they'll get in these engagement groups with people who are just like them. So they'll get in with their friends who have a thousand followers, uh, 500 5,000 followers and they'll get like, they'll have like 20 people that they, they have in with these groups and they spend all their time liking and commenting on their, on their stuff. But the amount of growth that's possible when you don't have a lot of followers yourself, especially not quality followers is so minimal. It's so small because it's really based off the quality. So 90% of people who say engagement groups, always get it wrong because the engagement groups they have are very limited the because it's not based off of a the number but it's also based off of the quality of the account so like everyone looks at a hundred thousand follower account and it's like oh they're gonna like me and i'm gonna blow up like that's it it's over game over i win the problem is that most a hundred thousand follower accounts fucking suck their engagement is horseshit uh like for the reach the reach is horrible and they use these rounds groups to get another thousand likes in and then they maybe get a thousand likes on their own so their engagement's bad. <laughs> so they stitch together these groups of 100,000 followers thinking it's going to be game-changing. And it's not the case because the quality of the account isn't there. you got to look at the growth of the account and how much reach they're actually and how much engagement they actually get. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a great it's, – it's, um, it's helpful knowing that there's more to it than just that, right? I feel like for a long time, I think the reason that I didn't get you know, into it was like, well – I don't know how to how to take good pictures, and then I'm not. I don't have a hundred thousand dollar you know account, so so why get in? And what you're saying is that it's uh, it's actually um, that those kind of things are, are can be limiting in a sense uh, because you're not you're not expanding outside of that network, especially because they're all kind of liking each other. So I'd imagine that the algorithm can kind of sense that. Um, wow. How long we've we been going? We've been going for about 20 minutes. So I'd like to kind of wrap and wind this down um, a little bit in terms of like, what, where should someone start? Like, what is, what is, let's say, you know, someone sees Instagram and, and I know that for a lot of people, they, they haven't quite figured out their, like what they're selling. Like I've, I've just noticed that a lot of people are still in that kind of that dabbling phase of, you know, am I going to do drop shipping? Am I going to start an agency? Am I going to sell info products and stuff? So even like for that person, 
where do they start? How do they treat their Instagram? How should they, how should they treat their Instagram as a, assuming that they're at the you know beginning of their journey? How, how can they leverage that into their, into their plan to grow? Mm-hmm. I would start, honestly, I would start with the small things. So like, like, be like, okay, what, what industry am I interested in? Like, am I interested in beauty and fashion and fitness? Like, what is it that I'm interested in? And then I would start with like, okay, I would literally go in and whatever industry you're interested in, look at the biggest accounts with a bunch of likes and all that stuff, but look through them on the, um, not, not where you can see like, you know, three across, three across, but like one by one. And I would find like just roughly the average, right? So big, like, okay, like I see 2000 likes, 2000 likes, 2000 likes, oh, 16,000 likes. And I would save every piece of content that has five times their average engagement. Because you know that their market, who's in fitness, really, really loved that piece of content. Mm. And with big accounts, it's really easy to tell because they either boom or bust. So, because it, basically, yeah, whatever, I'm not going to go into it. Either boom or bust. So you literally just go save in all of those you can in the exact thing you're interested in. So if you want to be a personal trainer, go in and save everything that personal trainers who are on Instagram do it. And I would start looking at actually like niche pages because that's what they do. They go and try to scout the best content. So you're like scouting the best content of the best content. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of sidestep them. You're already ahead of them. So then you just save all that. And I would literally start looking at the content and trying to figure out what is the narrative behind this piece? Is it someone was super fat and then lost a bunch of weight? Was it someone was skinny, gained weight, lost weight? Like what is the story they're trying to tell in the content? And what specifically are they showing? In what order? Because then you can start figuring out like what, what's the emotional response people are having with that content? Because as people say, like content is king. So if you can start figuring out how your marketplace, how your industry works, you can really start like, you can start like looking at pieces of content and saying that's really good or that's bad. And then that means that you're, you start becoming a master of your industry and you'd be like, oh, I can, I can make my own content. I can literally make it like this and I'm going to win. So that's kind of how I went about it. When I had no network, no followers or nothing, I went and I started with that and figured that out. Yeah, that's great. I love the idea of going and not just scouting, you know, top pages, but then taking the extra step of seeing which of their posts really hit with their audience, because you're right that that is that is going to be uh, a good indicator of of what's going to hit, you know, elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, once you do that, your options are unlimited, because I found some of my best posts are like some company who made like a product post, but for some reason, everyone loves it and like blows up and it gets reshared a ton. And you're like, oh, well, I could, you know, right there, you could be like, oh, I could find that product. If you want to do drop shipping, you could, or you could just do an affiliate for the product. Like if you have no business, you can literally just start with that content and you can start making money. Wow. It's a... It's exciting. I, I'm always uh, a big. Uh, I get excited when I hear opportunity because so many people are, you know, for so long there was lack of opportunity, and now there's an abundance, and it's really uh, people. People need help making a decision. Is really what it comes down to, and kind of honing in on which yeah. you know shiny object they're going to go after because they're all great. Yeah, there's too many. There's too many. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, let's talk about a little bit about these well, last couple of questions is like these, these features of Instagram. Cause you, you blew through them and I was like, Oh, Oh shit. I had no, no idea. So in addition to just like the newsfeed and the post, you mentioned that there are some other ways to utilize Instagram, IGTV, you talked about stories and stuff. What are, you, can you run through that list and maybe talk about some of your favorites, um, or, or ways that people can use those? Yeah. So, um, you know, for example, like stories uh, are, are really good for, yeah, showing your life and stuff, but actually like engaging with your audience. So if you do something where you ask them a question, you could put up a poll that says yes or no or fill in whatever choice you have between two choices. The, the coolest one, in my opinion, is that you can actually do one, a story with it's called the questions and you can put that up. So someone can actually like type in a response to that specific question. It's meant for people to be like, Hey, um, where should I go for dinner tonight? And then they type in and they tell you, but you can really get creative with that. You know, you can ask like anything you want. Right. But the other cool thing is that you can actually, if you do a live stream, let's say you say, Hey, ask me a Q and a about, Instagram, let's say, right? And I put that on my story. People ask questions on a live stream. I can actually bring that up and then share it on the screen with everybody. So it won't say who you are, right? It, it, when you share it, it doesn't say usernames. Uh, so like if I say, uh, oh, this is like, what are power likes? I can be like, oh, I pull it up and everyone can see it on the screen and I can talk about it. The Instagram TV, a lot of people looked at it like Instagram's competitor to YouTube. But it's not the case because Instagram, you can't search for a video title like you can on YouTube. What it's for is so that creators can put their longer form content on the platform to connect with their fans. And if you, you know, you can, depending on your follower amount, depends how much time you can put on someone. Uh, so if you just start out, you have 10 minutes. But if you, let's say you get to like 10K or something like that, you can have up to 60 minutes of a post you can put on there. So, and the highlights, I mean, highlights are crazy, man. Honestly, highlights are nuts because people like, are like, oh, I just, you know, I go to Jamaica and I put all the stories I mean, but Jamaica and like, I organize them. Like, yeah, that's what I do. But like, you could sell in the highlights. Like, you could sell shit in the highlights. Uh, it, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. And people like don't even realize. So it's super, super underutilized right now. Hmm. This is brilliant stuff. I'm getting jitters. All right, you've got a uh, you've got a new Facebook group, right? What's it called? It's called Inside Instagram. Uh, you, can, you actually got a little URL. I'm getting fancy, Hector. Let me tell you what. Wow, you're big. Uh, getting big. Insideinsta.com. Yeah, it's real. Oh wow! So it's like it's not even a short link. It's not even like a no. the prelink. You got Fucking the domain, baby. You got the domain. I love it. Thanks for listening to the MYP show. We know that there are a ton of podcasts that you could be listening to, and we are grateful that you chose some time to spend with us today. If you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, just search for me, Hector Santi Esteban. Make sure you're subscribed to the show, and we'd always love for you to leave a comment or rating so that other people can find it as well. We hope you're having an amazing day, that you're safe and thriving, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the MYP show.